This is the truth about BitTensor. We're going to reveal to you why we believe that this is the biggest project since Bitcoin. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of The Beam Pod is sponsored by BitGet. BitGet is the most user-friendly and secure crypto trading platform for both beginners and experienced traders. BitGet is the best place to not only trade Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also all the small cap gems that we discuss every day. With 24-7 customer support, leverage trading, and a wide array of other advanced features, BitGet sets itself apart from every other centralized exchange. Through Beanstalk's official partnership with BitGet, you'll receive 15% off all trading fees when you sign up using the referral link in the description. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the truth about BitTensor Tau, the biggest project since Bitcoin. This is an all-consuming AI project. We're going to dive into. We're going to let you know where it was founded, why we believe it is probably one of the greatest projects to have ever been created, mm. and give you some deep information into this project normally with our truth about series as you may or may not be familiar with we go through projects and at the end we kind of make a ruling is it bullish bearish do we like it or not but if you've been following us on any of our channels you already know that we love BitTensor. so we decided today for people that may not understand the project or even if you do we're going to go deep deep dive into BitTensor, talk about all the problems it's solving the use case where it came from why it's different than most other crypto projects and finally why we think this is literally the biggest project made in crypto since bitcoin absolutely so shout out to anybody who watched our first episode when this was trading around 38 dollars. Mm -hmm. it's now sitting somewhere around 300 is it just the beginning or have we reached the top right so let's dive into you know a little bit about what BitTensor is, yeah. the ticker Tau, and all that. So we talk about this a lot as the Bitcoin of AI, right? Mm. And the reason that we say that is because I had a tweet the other day that's basically said this. It's Bitcoin is the solution, decentralized finance. Yeah. BitTensor is the solution, decentralized AI. And what BitTensor is and why it's so important is it's an all-encompassing ecosystem of AI developers, projects, and all the smartest minds in AI built in a decentralized manner. We've seen what's happening with OpenAI, and we'll get through that in later in the episode as to why it's so important, but this is why it's the Bitcoin of AI. Yeah, there's a collaborative approach to the development of artificial intelligence. Open-sourced programming languages that anybody on the planet can use and contribute to. Mm. A lot different from a closed source project like OpenAI. And when you look at what it's valued at, something like around 100 billion, yep. and what BitTens is valued at, somewhere around 4 billion, yep. you can see that this potentially has a lot more room to run as we dive into the mechanics of this project. For sure. So let's let's just so people can familiarize themselves with BitTensor and why people compared to Bitcoin, let's go into the way that this decentralized AI ecosystem is built. 
So basically, this is a protocol that establishes a marketplace. And within this marketplace, it transforms machine intelligence into a tradable commodity. Take that in. You're taking information, you're taking data sets, and you've now transformed it into a tradable commodity. And that's where the ticker tau comes in. So you're combining the, the best elements of both blockchain, which is one of the most up-and-coming um, segments in the world right now, with AI technology. Yeah. You're combining two of the biggest things on the planet. Yep. It's, inc- it's incredible. And when you know people maybe in the comments are going to say, what about this AI project? What about this AI project? But by the end of this episode, I guarantee you will realize that all of the other AI projects are simply, could simply exist as small subnets of BitTensorTau. This is the decentralized, it's building a collaborative groupthink hive mind approach to AI. So when we get through, eventually we're going to talk about all the different subnets or basically apps that are built in the BitTensor ecosystem. And the beautiful thing about this is they all are learning machine learning separately and building off of each other. So it's not closed doors like OpenAI, like we have no idea what's going on. This is open source. So a breakthrough in their AI learning on their voice recognition subnet happens. Well, all the other subnets are going to learn immediately from this one. And that's why it's all going to grow. And it's just once it reaches that tipping point, which is probably starting to reach, there will be no AI project in the world that has the potential it does. So models can now train collaboratively. So what that means is when you have a breakthrough on I think there's something like 30 subnets right now. And when you look at this picture and you can see kind of like, imagine all these little dots are going to be subnets at some point. Yep. <clears throat> when one of those subnets learns an equation or a machine learning language model, it is then shared with everybody, which means that if you're working on a AI generative video format <clears throat> and I've just made breakthrough over here, you now have access to that. Whereas with OpenAI and you know that whole company, not everybody in the world has access to the stuff that they're developing. But because I've come up with this amazing new breakthrough in my machine learning coding, I'm rewarded for that. So I'm incentivized to do better and get my languages out to the rest of the community. Yeah, for sure. I mean, think about just as you said, we don't know what's going on. With Look at the big companies that are controlling the AI in the centralized world right now. OpenAI, Microsoft, Google, Meta, Facebook. Do we trust these companies? Absolutely not. They've proven time and time again that they are for profit first and foremost, and they will do anything at the expense of the end user, me and you, you and I, to profit. And you think that these are the companies we want running AI, which is potentially the most innovative and influential new technology that humans have ever created? Absolutely not. So, the reason that they're controlling it is because they have the money, right? These are trillion dollar companies, and in order to build, train, model, and, you know, distribute an AI, any sort of machine learning language, takes billions of dollars. The cloud computing and server costs are astronomical. I should have mentioned Tesla in there as well. Maybe you trust Tesla a little bit more with Elon Musk, but... Maybe. You never know, though, with these billionaires, right? But the point is that small players before BitTensor don't have access to the machine learning knowledge that these companies are, are building. They don't have access to the hardware or the resources needed to build AI applications. And then if you're using like the chat GPT AI, all you're doing is just connecting yourself. You're, you're kind of putting yourself in a little box where you're saying, well, whatever Microsoft does with chat GPT, my business can feed from that. Yeah. But you don't know what they're doing because it's all closed doors. So whatever breakthrough they make, you're not getting shared. They're, they're slowly leaking that out to you yeah. and making you pay for it. 
But BitTensor, it's all open source. You can see what's happening. You don't need to have insane resources to get involved with the network. It solves so many of the issues that Bitcoin solves for decentralized finance, getting rid of all the scams of traditional finance. BitTensor does the same for AI. And it's just amazing how they've done it. Think about all the different ways that AI is going to transform the world in the near future. Think about how much power is required to run a single AI model just to train it. So I was doing some research. I wanted to figure out how much energy goes into training just the chat GPT. This is a text prompt model. Yeah. It uses up so much power. I think it says uh, training these models is like powering a small neighborhood. <laughs> That's just for chat GPT. Yeah. What happens when you're now creating um, AI models for, you know, video format or sports betting, et cetera, predictiveness. Mm-hmm the amount of power that's going to be required, a central entity may not have that power that's required to actually get these products out the door. And again, that's when you have a giant community that's all contributing, the miners, the validators, the developers. Then you can actually have enough power to get all these products out the door. So Yeah, and we've, we alluded to this in you know when we first started covering BitTensor. I feel like, so one of the co-founders, Jacob Steves, he called it a continuous machine learning library. And that it's not only going to be accessible for every person, but also every company. And we alluded to the fact early on, we said, look, if you look down the road for BitTensor and it becomes very, very popular, as we personally think it will, it almost seems like all these big companies will have no choice but to use BitTensor, right? Because, yes, I know Google and Microsoft and Meta, they have their own things going on. But every other company around the world that can't compete with those behemoths, well, what can they do? They can get involved in the BitTensor ecosystem and... That is where I think you'll see exponential growth because you'll see all these like mid-cap tech companies. They can't compete with Microsoft, Google. They're going to come to BitTensor and they're going to take advantage of this massive collaborative groupthink, hive mind, crazy AI ecosystem that's already made so much progress and continues feeding off itself. Well, these centralized companies can then come in and get involved with that. And I think that's where you're going to see exponential growth. That's where you're going to see, that's when Tal goes from 300 to 500 to $1,000 to $20,000. Yep. Not financial advice, but it just seems like the math, when you look at the math and how this is all sit laid out, mm-hmm. it makes sense that this will happen because with the Tau token, it's very similar to Bitcoin. It was fair launch. There's no pre-mine. There was no ICO initial coin offering. Um, nobody owns the network. So when you look at the tokenomics right now, there's only ever going to be 21 million. Um, that's the max supply, yep. like Bitcoin. Currently, right now, there's 5.6 million in circulation. Of that, nearly 90% of it is staked. That's, that is crazy. Like that means the, yeah. that there's only 600,000 left at time of recording available for anybody. Yeah. That just shows the conviction in the power of this network. That is that 90% of tokens staked, those people are not selling. Yeah. I mean, the conviction that people, once you people, you, you really re- you learn about BitTensor, you realize the strength, the insane idea and the execution behind this. So the other parallels to Bitcoin, obviously, as you said, 21 million Tau, 21 million Bitcoin. Tau is on a halving cycle, just like Bitcoin. And you've seen what happens with a halving cycle and the, you know, supply and demand pressure that it builds over time as it becomes harder and harder to mine and less and less mining rewards. And as the demand rises for Tau while the supply continues to shrink, that's why Bitcoin has gone from pennies all the way up to 69,000 at one point, right? It's built into the tokenomics. So this doesn't have any of these 
crappy tokenomics you see with all these other inflationary, you know, VCs own 50% of the supply, all that kind of stuff, that is removed from BitTensor because the community is designed to run this project. And that's why you don't see BitTensor on any, on many big exchanges because they're not paying exchanges $100,000 and giving them all this tau to list them. It's all being done naturally. Now, the only reputable exchange, in our opinion, that you can actually get BitTensor tau on is BitGet. That's one of the reasons why we decided to partner with them. If you want to check out BitGet and check out Tau, there is a referral link. You do save fees. It's in the description in our bio. That's if I haven't already purchased it all off BitGet because <laughs> I don't know how much is left on there. Yeah. But yeah, to like just to the point of, I think right now it's something like $26 to $50 uh, to mine Tau, which in time with the halving cycles, as you mentioned, will get harder. Very similar to Bitcoin, yeah. right? As price gets higher, as it is now, up to like $300, the less miners need to sell to cover their costs. You know, we've seen that with Riot and Mara and all that stuff with uh, Bitcoin. It got right. to the point where it's like, are miners going to start capitulating yep. because the price is getting so low? So this is a good thing right now. But then subnets start to register. And then as these subnets start to register, the devs of the subnets need to start locking their tokens to get for the validation. So now you have miners not selling, you have validators locking. So it starts to create like this perfect cycle in this storm for the price of Tau to, con to continue increasing. As subnets get added, the dilution stops fall. Like it just does so many. It's so well put together, right? Yeah. And, and you know, the other use case of Tau is you need to hold Tau to get access to the ecosystem to start, you know, buying services, buying AI services, getting involved. You need to hold Tau. So it seems like not only will Tau be staked, it's just going to be being spent within the ecosystem. It's just going to stay within the ecosystem. Like people are not going to be converting Tau to USDT or USDC. It feels like people, they want the Tau, they hold the Tau, they stake the Tau, and they only use it within the ecosystem to purchase goods and services within their AI mega system. Validators have to keep staking in order to keep up with the highest performing validators. Mm. You, like it has to be done. So then now that we have miners not selling, we have validators staking in, or, in order for the subnets. Then we have the monetization of the BitTensor products which ha hasn't even happened yet. Yep. Right now you can use all these products for free. Um, there's a whole number of, whole, whole bunch of them that you can find on, uh, in their Discord even, right? Yep. Eventually, like we mentioned, Microsoft, Google, et cetera, these big corporations that want to start utilizing the products and services versus just using OpenAI, they can now tap into BitTensor. They have to start purchasing via Tau to start leveraging. Yeah, for sure. So we keep talking about these subnets and these applications. So here's here's a list of some of the current subnets that you might find, you know, relatable. So we have a subnet for text generation, like ChatGPT. We have machine translation. We have scraping. So, you know, finding information on the internet. We have AI image generation. We have AI music generation, AI video generation. So these are some of the popular apps you've seen in Web2 that you have to pay for. And these things like Mid Journey and all these kind of things where people are producing all these AI-generated videos and songs. Well, BitTensor has the decentralized versions of all of these. Then we have AI predictions. So some of the AI prediction models that are being built in the BitTensor ecosystem have been very successful. I think they predicted the Bitcoin, the last Bitcoin bounce. They've done some interesting predictions on the price of Tau moving forward. Ooh. Then you have AI oracles, AI ZK tensors, AI cloud computing, and even so, that one has sparked a bit of a debate within the crypto industry because the whole AI cloud computing sharing thing, that's what like Render is doing or, or Acash. Yeah. But now people within BitTensor are saying, look, 
Render can be a subnet of BitTensor. And it's created this huge debate on, on crypto Twitter. But that's what I say when all other AI projects could eventually become subnets because all the subnets are learning and communicating together. They're so powerful that you would be silly not to build your AI app in BitTensor because it's benefiting from this yeah. open source community rather than trying to build it out of outside of BitTensor and maybe only relying on the ChatGPT API. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And one product is actually going to start getting to the hands of users around the world. I believe uh, early December, it's going to be in the App Store on the Google Play Store. It's called Sybil, S-Y-B-I-L.com. And it's a multimodal search engine, which is built on subnet four. And it leverages machine learning to capture the mean. So this is, it captures the meaning and context of images and text across the internet to spit out answers. Right. And it's, man, it, when you start using it, you're like, holy fuck, this thing just literally blows away OpenAI and Google. It's Crazy. like, this could be the, the next search engine. I mean, that's what it's really going to take, I think, for, for OpenTensor, BitTensor to see mass adoption in like, you know, the retail world is that one killer app. Like we just saw it with regular AI. All regular AI is being built for decades, but it just took that chat GPT app. People can actually use it and see how you know, revolutionary it is. That's when, okay, AI became a conversation. That's what it's going to take for BitTensor to really, and as you said, maybe that's when the price, obviously not financial advice, but maybe that's when the price goes from 300 to 5,000, right? Yeah. There's a killer app and people just are flooding in the doors. So all these different subnets that are being built right now, Every one of them has the chance to be that killer app that brings mass adoption to BitTensor. Two things caught my eye recently. One we highlighted, well, three things. One we caught was Fox News started to cap, uh, catch on in one of our previous episodes. Like, yo, this is hitting the mainstream. Yep. But what I noticed was Pantera Capital, one of the biggest venture capital firms on the planet with I think it has like $4 billion. They're typically crypto focused. Mm -hmm. They are now holders of Tau. And... What you know about venture capitalists is they typically enter at a seed round price. You know, like a Kevin O'Leary or Disney with Polygonmatic. Yeah. They're in at like fractions of a cent. Yeah. Right? These guys have to buy them at regular price like yeah. everybody else because this is decentralized. They're buying around the $190 mark. If they're doing that, that makes me think that right now we're still at like a seed round price because they clearly see the value moving forward. Well, that's the whole supply shock thing we were talking about at the start of the episode. It's like, all right, it's been designed specifically this way. There's no, no one's paying Binance $100,000 to list Tau. All of these exchanges and big venture capital firms that want to get into Tau or list Tau on their platforms, they are going to buy at open market price, which leaves us, the early holders, you know, if you've been fortunate enough to listen to us and get in since $30, $40, $50, we're sitting pretty right now because as you said, we're in at early, early stage seed round prices for one of the most revolutionary projects ever. It's sick. Uh, and you know, we were talking about this privately the other day. It's like, there's going to be some projects that come out of crypto that transcend crypto. Mm. This is bigger than crypto. This is AI. And yeah. AI is going to devour and change every single industry in the world. There is nothing that will not be touched by AI over the next decade. Like it doesn't matter if it's retail, hospitality, finance, crypto, you name it. AI is going to revolutionize everything. This is, in my opinion, AI, the most significant innovation that human race has done in forever. Like this is this is huge. And and OpenTensor, BitTensor is building what could be one of the most important ecosystems in AI. You know what else gives me conviction? 
is Foundry. They are one of the largest crypto, uh, sorry, they're one of the largest Bitcoin miners on the planet. They're a subsidiary of DCG who owns Grayscale. Mm-hmm. They are the third, so Foundry is the third largest uh, validator on the BitTensor network. Right. It's one of the largest Bitcoin miners on the planet. Huge. Associated with Grayscale. They see yeah. the future. For sure. And, you know, BitTensor has come a long way in the last, like, six months, and it's all organic. Mm. They don't have an army of paid anonymous Twitter shillers. It's all organic. The people that are shilling BitTensor, like us, are people that have just bought it at market price, want to educate people about one of the most exciting investments that we've ever seen. Obviously, it's just our opinion. But they've come so far in such a short period of time all organically, and that is just absolutely beautiful to see. Yeah, look, Tau is rewarding the highest performing AI models and it's incentivizing people to share them. The miners are winning, the validators are winning, the investors are winning and the people creating the products, the yeah. researchers, like everybody who's participating right now is winning when it comes to BitTensor Tau and the world like at, for that matter, yeah. like when it's it comes to open sourced AI. It's great for humanity. So BitTensor Tau was made by OpenTensor, the foundation. Yeah. So again, it's not like just kind of like a single guy who owns 20% of the supply. It's a foundation. The whole the community does everything for them. So there's an OpenTensor website you can check out. There's a BitTensor website. There's a few other community websites. As Josh mentioned earlier, the Discord has tons of information. Every subnet has its own chat in the Discord to learn about exactly what they're building. So, the, you, know, you know, we always review teams and websites on our Truth About series. But for BitTensor, it's a bit of a different thing because it's community run. So all of their stuff is built by their community. And that's why it's so beautiful to see such an organic growth fueled by their rabid community. Yeah. You know, I remember when so this crossed my my desk from uh, a close friend. And I remember thinking like, all right, let, I got to do some research in this BitTensor. I'm on the website. I'm like, what the f-? Like, you can't even there was nothing. look at anything. Yeah. There's nothing on here. Yeah. So yeah, it took so much work just to find any information about it. And that is when we brought it to our viewers' attention around the $30 mark or so. Piecing all this information together is very difficult. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of time and energy to actually figure out, like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, I mean, it was obviously, we always say anything in crypto is worth our time. And that's, we should mention that. So anything in crypto that takes a few extra steps, that's early, early stages, typically is worth your time. So we are both staking our towel. That was difficult. Yeah. Super <laughs> difficult because it's an early stage project. People are actually focusing on building like, you know, subnets and, and apps in the ecosystem. No one's built an easy staking wallet and app where you can just send your towel to the wallet and press stake, right? It requires, you have to set up this crazy polka dot JavaScript wallet, which just looks like a line of code. Then you have to go onto this other website and input all these kind of crazy codes, input pasting in hotkeys but we've been staking for a while now, and I think the APY when we started was like 25%. Yeah, now it's under like 18. And it's auto-stake, so you earn and it just gets restaked. So we've been earning free Tau for months now yeah. using the Tau that we already own. But again, it just speaks to, it was hard to find information about this project at the start, and then it was hard to stake it. But if you make the effort to find the information, if you make the effort to stake it, you will be rewarded. Now, we do a good job in this show of finding the information for you guys. So if you do like that kind of stuff, we're always going to be finding new projects. Make sure to subscribe for sure. But I mean, look, what is the truth about BitTensor? Truth about BitTensor is, is one of the best projects you're going to find out there. It ticks all the boxes. It's truly decentralized. They have a absolutely insane community. 
They had developers that are constantly building. They have technology that's changing the world. And it sits right at the heart of blockchain and artificial intelligence, two of the hottest sectors or technologies that are going to change the planet. For sure. I think this is probably, we agree, this could become a top five crypto asset in the coming bull run. I think you can see Bitcoin, Ethereum, BitTensor. Dude, it just passed Algorand and Render and it's, Quant. It's flying past <laughs> all these other projects at a rapid speed. And again, you just think AI is going to dominate the world. If yeah. this becomes, slash when it becomes, the dominant AI project in Web3, the sky is literally the limit. Does this pass, pass Ethereum? Does it get to number two? Sometimes I think it does. I mean, honestly, it, it's just devouring, devouring other assets. If you look at back in the, the old bull run, the last one, Cardano got to 100 billion. Mm. This could get to 500 billion. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. Right? I know, but it's possible. It's certainly possible. Obviously, this is just our opinion, not yeah. financial advice. Yeah. Uh, this is just we're making wild predictions based on an asset that we think is super bullish. I mean, again, look, if you want to check it out, one of the only reputable exchanges to get BitTensor is BitGet. The ref link is in the description. Yeah. Hey, look, that's our take on BitTensor Tau. If you guys like this episode, make sure to hit the like button and maybe even leave some comments because we're constantly trying to figure out more and more about this ever-evolving beast. Yeah. I know there's a lot of smart individuals who watch this show. So leave some additional information in the comments for us so we can check it out and then tune into the next episode. That one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Beanpod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Beanpod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.